0: Today, why your Instagram hashtag strategy is probably all wrong. Facebook loosens its tie on a very contentious ad policy. What's the ideal length of a blog post for SEO? Another huge platform jumps aboard live streamed commerce. And TikTok's big screen moment. It's Monday, November 22nd, 2021. Happy Teacher's Day, Costa Rica. I'm Todd Maffin from Engage Q Digital. And here's what you missed today in Digital Marketing, episode 510. We start off today with an announcement from Meta, the parent company of Facebook, that might make it easier for you to promote your products. Meta has announced updates to its social issues ad policy, making it so more ads can run without the paid by disclaimer. During the 2016 U.S. presidential election, Facebook implemented restrictions around political and issue-based ads in order to provide transparency as to who's funding and promoting campaigns. Now, Facebook says it will relax those restrictions. Quoting the announcement, ads whose primary purpose is to sell a product or promote a service rather than engage in advocacy will no longer be categorized as social issue ads. Because the primary purpose of these ads is not to engage in advocacy, we're changing the way we approach a subset of them. Advertisers will no longer be required to complete the authorization process or include a paid-for-by disclaimer to run if we determine an ad includes the below three criteria. One. One a product or service is prominently shown in use or named or referenced in the ad. Two, the primary purpose of the ad is to sell a product or promote a service even if the ad content includes advocacy for a social issue. And three, the ad content contains a call to action to purchase or use the product or service. This update will not apply to ads that promote products or services if the ad content is about, by, or includes Politicians, political parties, elections, or legislation. We will still require authorization and a paid-for-by disclaimer on certain ads that include social issue advocacy directly on the product, promote free products or services, or state that 100% of profits go to a social issue cause. So how many hashtags should you use on Instagram? A question that is frequently asked by social media marketers has finally been answered by a study from the social platform later, and it appears that less isn't more when it comes to Instagram posts. The magic number for reach in their study was 20 hashtags, and the magic number for engagement was 30. (laughs) These hashtags need to be relevant to your brand, your content, and your target audience, says the study. Later analyzed more than 18 million Instagram posts, excluding Instagram videos, reels, and stories to come up with the answer. Quoting the study, When we looked at how the number of hashtags impacts reach, we found that using more hashtags typically yields the best results. When it comes to the average engagement rate, using 30 Instagram hashtags per feed post results in the most likes and comments. The takeaway, go big or go home when it comes to your hashtag strategy While using a few hashtags is good, using 20 or 30 relevant and targeted hashtags is even better for your overall reach and engagement rates. Still, one size doesn't fit all, so you'll want to analyze the performance of your hashtags to gauge what is and isn't working. And remember, hashtags are a long-term game and not a quick fix for reach and engagement. But mixed with valuable content and a consistent posting cadence, you can reach new, highly engaged audiences." We have some very pretty charts showing this data and more in today's premium newsletter, which you can get a 14-day free trial to at todayindigital.com slash newsletter or tapping the link in the episode notes. An interesting piece in Search Engine Journal today asks, what is the ideal blog post length for search engine optimization? You should consider two things when deciding how long to make your posts. Subject matter. Does it require a long or short explanation? And searcher intent. Do they want to read a short or long article? So how many words should your article have? According to a HubSpot study quoted by the piece, the ideal blog post length for SEO in 2021 should be between 2,100 and 2,400 words. Quoting the study, longer content reinforces your knowledge and authority on a subject, particularly if it's a keyword or topic for a very specific audience. When your coverage is more in-depth, For these ideas, you increase your chances of ranking better, and while your audience might be smaller, your chances of converting readers into leads are far greater, So what's Google's take on blog post length? The company says word count doesn't affect ratings at all. Quoting Google search advocate John Mueller, word count is not indicative of quality. Some pages have a lot of words that say nothing. Some pages have very few words that are very important and relevant to queries, you know your content best, hopefully, and can decide whether it needs the details, unquote. As far as the ideal length for your blog for ranking higher is concerned, there really is no definitive answer. Search Engine Journal outlines what you should take into consideration. Quote, quality over quantity, don't just focus on article length. Too many people put too much emphasis on average word length for articles and the misunderstood importance of having more than a certain number of words on each page to rank well. Google is capable of recognizing content that contributes little or no added value to the web. That means longer posts can actually hold your site back in search if they don't say anything useful. Two, choose your audience, people, personas, and keywords. You need to study your target audience. If you've done your audience research and still aren't sure how long your post should be, you can get a better idea by looking at the content they're already consuming. And three, don't just focus on written word page copy. As a content producer, your ultimate goal should be not to write 2,500 words to rank better, but rather to deliver the best, most useful, and optimized version of the content that matches your target audience's intent.
1: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.
0: You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger,
2: for the ones who get it done.
0: Here's something to consider if you're thinking about using influencers in your next marketing campaign. A recent OPSEC security study found that only 6% of consumers worldwide say they are influenced by an influencer marketing or celebrity endorsement when choosing which retailer to make a purchase. This might come as a surprise as influencer marketing continues to dominate online and offline channels and contrasts with the fact that 40% of consumers trust products promoted by social media influencers. So why aren't influencers influencing consumers on where to shop? 91% of social media users said they don't trust buying stuff from social media at all. 24% of counterfeit products bought by consumers were bought from social media ads, which came in second to counterfeit purchases from online marketplaces at 26%. And 53% of consumers are concerned about the quality of goods, followed by 51% about payment security and another 51% about buying fakes. According to the study, this disparity suggests that while consumers are happy to be influenced by recommendations on products from social media influencers they prefer to do their own due diligence on where to shop through distrust of an influencer's motive for recommending a particular site, In order to boost trust, 46% claim that brands could achieve this by better protecting their personal data. 40% say offering reliable customer support. 35% said providing refunds easier. Twitter is the latest social media platform to jump on the holiday train to live stream shopping. The company has announced the addition of live shopping to its e-commerce initiatives and Walmart will be the first retailer to test the new platform. The duo has secured Jason Derlulo to host the live stream where he will introduce the audience to deals and products. This live stream event will take place Sunday, that's this Sunday, November 28th, ahead of Cyber Monday. Walmart customers will be able to shop on Twitter as well as walmart.com slash live and the company's Facebook, Instagram and TikTok, and YouTube channels. Here's what you can expect from Twitter's new live shopping capabilities, quoting the announcement, a live broadcast that streams at the top of a live event page, a shoppable banner, and shop tab, where the products shown in the live stream are featured. Users will be able to toggle back and forth between the latest tab and the shop tab throughout the live stream, allowing them to be part of the conversation as they check out products. When a consumer wants to make a purchase, they are directed to the retailer's website via the in-app browser, where the live stream continues to broadcast. TikTok is coming to a living room near you and hitting even more TV screens. Earlier this month, TikTok TV made its way to fire TVs in North America. That's Amazon's offering. Today, the social platform has announced its TV app is now available on Samsung LG Smart TVs, Google TVs, and other Android TV OS devices. According to the company, the TikTok TV app is built for a TV home viewing experience, making it easier to watch content from our For You and following feeds on the big screen. This includes the most liked and viewed videos across a huge range of categories, from gaming to comedy to food and animals. To get started, people can log into the TikTok TV app. With their existing account, there's also a Discover page, which lets you find more of your favorite content creators and categories on TikTok, unquote. Side note here, my wife and I both want a setting on TikTok which will auto-advance the videos after they play. She, because she's usually sewing while watching TikTok. Me, because I'm lazy. I'm guessing the reason they don't do this is because they want your fingers on the screen every minute or two to indicate your interest level, react to videos, comment on them, As always, the algorithm trumps all. This holiday season, some advertisers are wondering if pausing ad campaigns due to supply chain issues and increased consumer demand is the right move. An interesting piece from SearchEngineLand.com says, pausing your campaigns might save you money in the short term, but it's likely to cost you more in the long run. Your visibility in the search results and your goals determine whether or not you should shut down your ads. As a guide to your decision, Optimizer CEO Fred Valles offers the following criteria. An advertiser who dominated a search engine result page risks opening the door to competition if they simply turn off ads and cede the business to others. With the usual top player gone, competitors can move in and steal your business. And advertisers who were not previously dominant may find it less important to keep ads running when products become unavailable, while their temporary absence reduces auction pressure and hence lowers the CPC for advertisers in higher positions, consumers won't see as much of a difference because the choices offered by the top ads won't change as much. According to the piece, here's how to avoid the pause. Focus on the upper funnel, highlighting your brand values. Promote Tier 2 products. Promote digital goods like gift cards. And adjust your messaging to manage customer expectations. Maintaining your paid media presence can demonstrate you are a reliable brand, despite these challenges. A number of marketing sites and apps have already signed on for our free showcase idea. Uh, The idea here is that we will do a video for you for free. Uh, We'll do a walkthrough. We'll get on a Zoom call with you and we'll record a walkthrough of your product. The only criteria really is it has to help marketing people. So if you have an ad platform or an app or a site or a service that helps people in digital marketing in some way, sign up. For the Showcase, we will probably pick you. We'll do a little recording together, and then we will distribute it to our audience. So it kind of is sort of free advertising in a way. So the address is todayindigital.com showcase to sign up for that, uh, or you can tap the link in the episode notes. All right, talk to you tomorrow.
2: Back on the block, you lost again. Out in the world, you always been a star.